to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the worldwide web, I am so grateful that you care to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. For those of you who are using the radio apps with your phones towards your greater good, thank you for being that wise. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, thank you so much for your consistency. And I thank you even more for your financial contribution because we require your support. The meeting of the inner circle is always intended to exalt the oneness of existence, the divinity of existence, to remind us that we are dwelling in the reality of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginning this endless, infinite, and eternal, and that there is inherent purpose in being that has nothing to do with being masters of capitalism, has nothing to do with how much fame and fortune you are acquiring. It is not about our being in a place where we try to get as much trophy and as much thing and as much money as we possibly can, but it is school for those of us, all of us, who are in the courses of Earth Residency where we are responsible for learning how to respect the laws that govern existence itself, the laws that govern our own being, and learning how to be lawful, caring, to be in the order of existence itself, being ordered by the laws of existence itself, so that we are able to truly benefit, to be in a place where we are consistently applying ourselves to the enhancements, the edification, the upliftment, the enrichment of our own bodies, hearts, minds, souls, and spirits, to the glory of the lineages that we represent, and to the very intelligence that beats our hearts breathes us and is the fabric of existence itself. We're in a now moment that requires us to really go deep and reach high, to stand in the integrity of our own authenticity, to be in a place and space where it truly matters to us that we care to shine, we care to be radiant, we care to be brilliant in the laws of our being, to consciously accept the divinity of ourselves as opposed to our accepting sinfulness as our nature, accepting being fallible as the tenets of being human to come to a point and place where we are willing to really rewrite our now moment so that we're not creating greater tragic dates with fate. The travesty, travesty and the tragedy of our now moment is that we have so many ones who have taken responsibility to bring forward children into the world without understanding what the purpose in existence is, without ever really coming to that place within themselves where they fully committed to the laws of life itself so that the children don't get the benefit of having the examples of those who are harmonized within the light and the wisdom and the intelligence of existence and everybody's in a place and space where we are impacted and affected by what we don't know impacted and affected by what other ones are consciously trying to inflict and impose upon us that is not the truth, is not what is real. We have to come to a point in place where we care for the clarity, where we care to be completely cleared of the violations and adulteration to come to a point where we are willing to be forgiven, to be forgiving, to release and let go of our shame, our guilt, the blame, and all of those things that are negatively impacting us so that it becomes blockage and obstruction to our greater good and our greater growth and our unfoldment and expansion as conscious beings, as living, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is all there is as existence itself. We should be in a mindset where we really care to reverse the issues that are crystallizing in our tissues so that the corporate deities of death are not able to consistently and continuously generate millions and millions and trillions of dollars in the perpetuation of their poisons. 
And just because people don't die right away from the ingestion of the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, neutral sweet, aspartame laden, uh, alcohol, tobacco, sugar, and all of this stuff does not mean that it is not detrimental to ourselves. And being mindful that we are divinely designed and designed divinely to regenerate, to be consistently rejuvenating, provided that we are supporting the cellular functioning of us, provided that we care to literally honor ourselves and ourselves and to realize that that is the first line of defense when you are under a global initiative that is depopulation and genocide where other ones are making being out of alignment with the laws of governance making it seem like it's chic it's it's so popular everybody's doing it so we want to do it too and i'm saying we have to come to a point where we're willing to protect our children from the ditches and valleys of degradation protect our children from dwelling in the valley of the shadow of death. Protect our children from being undermined by those who have no love, no light, no wisdom, and no truth. But when you are apparently the issue that you are undermining your children, then understand you are scheduling a tragic date with fate for them. And the sisterhood has to come to a point where it matters to us what we're doing within ourselves, to ourselves, so that we are able to do what we are chosen to do as the perpetuator of our lineages so that we are not a detriment to our children, nor are we a detriment to our lineages. And we can come to a place where we are able to reverse these issues. We are able to really move forward in a progressive way when we have an understanding and an understanding as to what progress really is. But to think that the progression lies in our continually to build boxes sky high for people to live in congestion and constipation in the roadways, and then you're creating congestion and constipation in the blood, the tributaries where the blood flows, you are creating blockage and obstruction to the greatness of the lineages that we should function in the integrity of we are in a now moment where we are being called to the truth, called to the light, called to rise, called to be in a place where we are no longer complicit and complacent with our own annihilation that we are consciously carrying to walk in the integrity of the essence of ourselves as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of absolute and supreme presence and absolute and supreme intelligence and to know that intelligence, male or female, the progenitor or the perpetuator of lineages, do not kill themselves and the children of lineages, we do not do that. And I know that there are so many ones who are grieving right now, trying to turn the grief into a celebration, a grief of the sorrow of all of these babies who are being taken out prematurely. And I can't tell you how many ones I've seen who are never, ever the same after losing their children to gun, gang violence, death, whatever. We have to come to a point and place where we are living to make a difference in this world. To come to a point where it really matters how we're showing up. To come to a point and place where we are willing to accept the duty, obligation, and responsibility to blaze in the light of this absolute and supreme presence. To make it ours so that we are able to secure our lineages in, in a gloriously rising destiny and the fulfillment of the will of God, the ways of God, the laws of God, then the establishment of the eternal order and the eternal government upon the planet so that we are literally creating heaven on earth. And so for where we are right now, and for wherever you are in this process of unfolding, realization, revelation, epiphanies, clarification, I'm encouraging you to make commitments to stand in the light of the truth of the all that you are, to be in a place where we understand that we have no leverage in the system that's intended to make sure we have no leverage over it, that we feel helpless, we feel hopeless, that we are always 
looking at the situation and the circumstances, the degradation, the disenfranchisement, the dissatisfaction, the disgust, the discontent, that whole disfrequency that we are discouraged by it, that we do not see the light at the end of the tunnel, nor do we see the light that is ever-present, all-pervasive, filling all spaces because the condition of our blood and our body temples is going to lay foundation for our perspective, our perception, and how we see. And it is in the seeing that we have an opportunity to have the rightful standing and understanding and understanding with that which allows us to stand absolutely and for our caring to realize that this is where we have the greatest opportunity to live the greatest life is when we care to be rightly aligned with that which sees in the being. This now moment requires us to understand that a, a system based upon capitalization, if the people themselves were oriented towards exalting life, then we could create a whole, whole other frequencies of talent, skills, abilities, and not just capitalizing, but but truly cultivating and utilizing and the, the genius and the ingenuity and the talents towards the wellness, towards the wholeness, towards the good and the greatness of existence itself, that all beings are intelligences of existence. And even those ones who have been tampered with and bred and, and different species that have been cultivated specifically for human consumption, even with all of that that goes on, these are still intelligent creatures, intelligent enough to love their lives, intelligent enough to feed and know their food, excrete their waste, know their time, perpetuate themselves, and be able to respond correctly and directly when they sense that their lives are threatened. But those ones who are in the slaughterhouses, those ones who are in the feedlot, those ones who are kept in captivity, born in captivity, maintained and sustained in captivity, and suffer all manners of abuses and whatnot, they, their spirits are are filled with the pain and anguish and frustration and whatnot now that we see that mirrored in the lives of the people who feed off of them. And these are the ones who become gang members. These are the ones who become rapists and violators and bank robbers and thieves and those who were never fed fruits, vegetation, herbs, water, and whatnot. They were fed the flesh of dead animals, the white sugar, the Kool-Aid, the, all of this garbage. These are the ones that we have created. See, there were no ghettos, and there were no niggas, and there were no crackers, and there were no chinks, and there was not, none of that. There were only intelligences of existence that were many-hued with all matters of intelligence, all talent, skills, and abilities, and the bastardization and usurpation that is taking place at the cellular level because of the capitalization because they are those who feel as though that the buyer beware that they is fair. You understand that they feel like they can do any goddamn going thing to anybody at any time and damn the consequences. And I'm saying no, there is no way for that not to come back and bite you in your behind because the bottom line is that the judgment has been issued and you have been condemned to death. And being condemned to death does not mean that you should not be working towards some salvation in spite of and in light of it. Because we are able to shift and change, to repent and be healed, to be whole. There's no reason for us to continue to dwell in the ditches and valleys of degradation when we have the opportunity to come into the light of salvation and deliverance from it all. And being in a place where we are creating detriment, you know, and, and it's so sad to see that we have everything available to us and we'll throw ourselves away in the acquisition of things and we will neglect the conscious care and cultivation and loving of our children so that we are able to love the things 
And it is really in our loving, our honoring, our exalting, our right alignment with the virtues of character and to be virtuous, to be integritous, to be highly ethical and highly moral, to be in a place and space where we are willing to use everything towards the greater good, to serve the greatness and the goodness of everything and everybody, to understand how the laws work. And when you have a wholehearted effort and make a wholehearted effort to give that which needs to be given so that there is a fullness, a betterment, a, an, an enhancement in the hearts and the minds and the spirits of the people as opposed to you feeling entitled to be able to manufacture and create things that are detrimental, whether it's the pharmaceuticals, the drugs, the, the programming. And so we're in a now moment that requires us to care, to care like we've never cared before, to get to a point in place where not caring is just not acceptable. Not rising is not acceptable. Not flipping the script so that we have an understanding and an understanding that we have the opportunity to truly participate with the establishment of the eternal order. We have the opportunity to participate with the resurrection and the reorientation of those of us who at these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence, we have the opportunity to stand on behalf of those who could not, who would not, who were struck down, assassinated, annihilated, and kept from coming into the world. We, who are living in this now moment, have the opportunity to be fully participatory with the resurrection of us as a global humanity, why would we not care to participate in the frivolousness of your day-to-day -day activities doing nothing that really matters and then undermining yourself and then going to complain when these ones have no regard for you, no respect for you, will run you down in the streets at your rallies and whatnot, put you in a place and space where you are yelling, guilty and offensive, but then you take no responsibility to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, and revitalized. This is the path of our liberation and our resurrection. Nobody, regardless of what doctor they are, regardless of what they've done, how many books they've written, how, what kind of uh, audiences they've had, they have never, ever created a greater way than loving the Creator with our whole body, heart, mind, with all of our might, consciously caring to live, to be an honor and a glory into the lineages that we represent. They have not created a greater way than honoring the integrity of our own beings, our own cellular functioning, putting ourselves in a place and space where they are optimally functioning because we have sense enough to breathe deeply and drink water and do the herbs and do the clays and eat that which is fruit and vegetation and everything else that can be on shelves indefinitely from the beef jerky to all of the, the uh, freeze-dried this and the salmon that and all of this stuff. Why would you all continue to feed off the flesh of dead animals and all of this stuff when you are hearing the voice on behalf of our resurrection give you the keys to that which is liberation of your own soul? You have to care, because your care will, will help transcend and, and transmute everything into your greater good. Your caring will activate your spirit to the degree to which the spirit that is you in that body is greater than the chemicals and the worms and the maggots and the parasites and all of their waste and all of that filth, that you are able to still call upon the light of God, the truth of God, the peace of God, the poise of God, and care to be who you are as a child of God and to know that your right is to be right, your right is to be corrected, your right is to exalt the light, and that is what we have to do if we will be saved from the devastation of degradation and violation and adulteration to come to a point and place where we are 100%, 150%, 200% so many ones, they're just following that same path, don't have a clue 
access to the cancers they're creating, the heart disease they're creating, the strokes and, and the other diseases that are going to ravage their nice, firm, fine, beautiful bodies. And at some point, there'll be nothing of them left. And so our now moment is pregnant with opportunity to come into the awesome frequency of love, to accept the correction that is ours to accept after having followed those who are wrong, to reverse this pattern of continuing in the progression of errors, and to know that the laws are in full effect. We get what we ask for. We get what we apply ourselves to, consciously or unconsciously. But to be in a place where you are undermining yourself and filling your body up with that which is going to create nothing but filth so that it poisons your bloodstream. And when your bloodstream is poisoned, then your capacity to think is distorted, and that's what we're seeing in terms of the trigger-happy policemen and those who feel entitled to kill, those who feel entitled to oppress and suppress and rape and violate, those who feel entitled to enslave little girls and young women and the fulfillment of base desires for sex. Those who are the pedophiles. You understand? We have to come to a point and place where we care to be in the integrity of the truth of ourselves. And yes, the traps here in this realm are the traps of sensuality, where you can't control your desires and your appetites. And see, that's what the desire for flesh does. Puts you in a position where it becomes very difficult to control your urges. And not only is it difficult to control your urges, then you begin to have such such perverse urges. And we have the opportunity to transcend it, to claim our lives, to claim our divinity. And whatever our experiences have been, they are experiences. Our experiences, conditions, and situations are not our truth. But our greatest leverage and our greatest wealth and our greatest prosperity and our greatest opportunity to leave the earth as living beings and to avoid the calamity of death and being trapped and suffocated in bodies filled with filth to the degree to which you cannot activate any of your energy center cells or glands so that the spirit can truly get out of the body alive. We have the opportunity now to really care about how we're living because how we're living is going to lay foundation for how we're leaving or not. This is our time to dwell in the reality of our inherent blessedness as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. To learn how to pray without ceasing and loving it with our whole bodies, hearts, minds, lives, so that we are carried to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, so that your spirit of the living gods and goddesses are being completely re-enthroned in our temples. And we have the opportunity to create the institutions, the culture of godliness and saintliness, a culture that reverences, respects life itself. And this is really the real foundation of what real success upon the planet is because those who are committed to death are most certainly coming towards it. And death will take you over. And after a while, all of the death industries would have killed all of those who would have partaken of the death and they would all be dead. Hallelujah. <laughs> we need to come to a point where we care to be the living ones, the loving ones, the exalted ones, the eternal ones, the immortal ones. This is our time. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, 
And this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. And for those of you who are listening via the World Wide website, thank you for caring to be right here with us in any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are my Inner Circle, the Inner Circle, the ones who try to make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency, I am always in consistent prayer that you are always receiving more, more inspiration more support, more encouragement to step in the fullness of all that you are as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence that has gifted us so much of itself that we are so absolutely blessed that just being reminded of how blessed we are is a necessity because we are continually bombarded with so much Uh, drama, so much trauma, so much foolishness, so much going on in the world as a result of what's going on in the hearts and the minds of those who want to come into the forefront of our hearts and our minds. And I'm the one to remind you that you and the spirit that dwells in that body that is yours are the one that really has responsibility for making sure that you stay focused and tuned in because there is nothing that is going on in the hearts and the minds of other ones that should dominate your life. What you want in your life, what you want for your life, what you're willing to see as your life is yours to create. And had we been given the laws of creation, how to create the laws of our existence, and had we never been poisoned, then we would have already been the beneficiaries of the greatness of everybody, as opposed to having been tainted and affected and impacted by the darkness and the pettiness and the dimness of the light of the wants who have come before us and who've influenced everything. We should not be in a place and space where we have the opportunity to choose death on a shelf. Why? Because those of us who are men, the progenitor of lineages, and those of us who are wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages, we are not authorized by the will of existence, by the laws of existence, or that which is the intelligence of existence to be participating in undermining the cellular functioning of, of our children. Nor should we be killing usurping, bastardizing, and capitalizing off the life, the blood, the flesh, the fetuses, and whatnot of other beings, and then feeding off of all of that. And this is what we have to come to really take and understand, is that we've been hearing lies for so long that we've accepted so many of these lies for the truth, that we have to have meat, we have to have fish, we have to have eggs, we have to have some source of protein in order for us to be healthy. And then we've been eating this stuff day in and day out, day in and day out for decades. And now that we are so sick that we're on all of these medications and whatnot, and nobody is being cured from the medications. And this is part of where we have to begin to draw the line and put ourselves in a place in space where we will no longer participate with our own sickness, illness, and demise. And this is something that we have the opportunity to decide and to be completely committed. That is duty, obligation, and responsibility to be committed to living to realize that there is nothing that we can earn, beg, borrow, steal, be awarded or rewarded that is greater than who and what we already are and the gift of life, the gift of breath, the gift of heartbeat, the gift of blood, the gift of our ancestry, our inheritance, our genealogy. And where we do not care to stand forward on behalf of the whole of life itself and the whole of existence itself in a now moment where we see that the whole world is in need of a clearing, a cleansing, a purification, a renewal, a rebirth, and a resurrection, then each of us has responsibility to facilitate it in our own bodies, in our own hearts, in our own minds, in our own homes, with our own families and our children. And wherever it is that we are in service as teachers, as preachers, as ministers, as it doesn't matter what capacity we serve in, this, in our community, what you are employed to do, you are always bound by absolute law to be present as a presence of existence itself. 
and to understand that you are here to exalt a full life's urge to do nothing to undermine yourselves or yourself but these people have put us in a place where we feel entitled to be killing ourselves we feel entitled to be feeding off the flesh of violated beings violated chickens violating hens violated uh goats and sheep and cows and turkeys and alligators and crocodiles and people eat all kinds of things monkey brains while the monkey is still alive you understand i mean just the whole of humanity is in a place and space where we need to get up out the ditches and valleys of degradation to come to a point and place where we will clean ourselves up because we have duty obligation and responsibility as living beings to harmonize with our souls to create a direct line of light with our angels our guides our guardians and our ancients to be in a place and space where we serve life to be in a place and space where we exalt life where we're rejoicing in life that we're living our lives fully rejoicing in the blessedness of our being and to know that as men the progenitor of lineages and as womb men the perpetuator of lineages we should not be perpetuating sickness illness disease and death as a livelihood and because we are steeped in a culture of lawlessness a world culture that facilitates living out of alignment with the purposes of existence then it's duty obligation and responsibility to get back to the source to the root of life to the foundation to that which will allow us to walk in the integrity of the all that we each are as these living loving intelligent potent and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that you all refer to as god It's time for us to remember that we are dwelling in the realm of eternity. In flotation and rotation upheld by an intelligence that we cannot begin to fathom. It is beginningless, it is endless, it is infinite and it is eternal. And the universe that this planet that we dwell on is in is a part of a cosmic reality that is permeated, penetrated in all space throughout all of existence itself ever expanding never ending with nothing but absolute intelligence and the presence of that which we refer to as god but gods and goddesses and lords and lordesses and saints and angels and what not these are personalities these are beings that should be light bearers light beings those who maintain and sustain worlds those who help facilitate the soulful evolutionary development of immortals from mortality into immortality we are in a now moment particularly those who are over 40 45 50 that we should be real clear about why we're on the planet who it is and how it is we should serve we should have activated every talent and skill that we have so that we have the option of knowing which one to use in what situation and circumstance We will never generate a wealth that is greater than who and what we already are and the greatest wealth we will and have opportunity to generate and facilitate will be by virtue of our tapping the inherent wealth of ourselves. We're in a now moment that requires us to be serious about living, to be serious about the forgiving and the releasing and the letting go and coming to a point and place where we understand that the design of us, the design of these bodies, the design for life itself is so far beyond the scientists and the physicists and the doctors and the surgeons and all of these ones. They make their stabbing in the dark. a lot of times you know we're doing exploratory this exploratory that because the bottom line is that there is a need to know but there's a process to come to know that doesn't require you to experiment and to make everybody a part of your experiment or what they call research our bodies are designed by the intelligence of existence and these spirits that dwell in these bodies should be dwelling in these bodies as spirits that are connected to the absolute truth of being supremely intelligent exalting the full life's urge doing nothing to undermine ourselves those of us who are men with the womb 
We should have never been poisoned. The men should have never been poisoned. Why is there so much poison available to us and nobody is really bringing that to the forefront of what the major issue is in terms of what makes these police so trigger happy? Because they're sick. What makes these other ones the victims of them? Because they're sick. The sickness is attracting more and more sickness, creating more more devastation. And everybody came out the womb of someone else. Everybody was sparked into life by the life force of someone else. We have mothers and fathers and grandmothers and grandfathers and great-grandmothers and great-grandfathers and great-great and the great-great and all of that. And I'm just saying is that now is our time to get to a point and place where we are serious enough to call forth and invoke the greatness of who we are and stop being complicit and complacent with mediocrity degradation, disinterest, apathy, and all of these things that whittle away at our own degrees of self-worth and self-value and self-esteem so that we have forgotten the divinity of our being. And when we have children and grandchildren, And we have never applied ourselves towards understanding that there is an understanding that we should have resolutely with that which allows us to stand absolutely. That gives us the greatest leverage over a world system of divisiveness, a world system of depopulation, a world system that is genocide. And all of the governments of men across the planet are all complicit and complacent. And the religions are complicit and complacent. And the school systems are complicit and complacent because each of them and all of the systems are facilitated and perpetuated by those who should be walking supremely intelligently as men, the progenitor of lineages or wombed men, the perpetuator of lineages. But these ones who aspire to be selected and elected to these positions of empowerment, positions of, of fame and fortune and this and that and the other, these ones, they don't have a goddamn going clue as to what the purpose in being is. Because if they knew, then they would not be complicit and complacent with violating the rights of other beings to have their lives. They would not be complicit with undermining the rights of children to be optimally cellularly functioning. And where you have billion dollar corporations and families that have that have headed the Hershey's and the Nestle's and all of the candy and whatnot with the artificial colors and the artificial flavors and all of this sugar and whatnot. And those of you feel as though, well, this is what makes your childhood a happy childhood is that we had the right to be poisoned. And so now we see the children are obese everywhere. What's going on here in America is going on in Israel. It's going on all across the world. We have to begin to stand up and say we will no longer participate with undermining ourselves and ourselves. We have the right to be right. We have the right to be corrected. We have the right to be in alignment with the lighter and the wisdom of absolute and supreme intelligence because there is nothing that these people have created that can give us a greater opportunity to meet our fulfillment in our destiny to leave the planet as conscious immortals and to be in a place where our lives were a blessing unto all. But the way that the poison works, the way that feeding off the flesh of dead animals works, the way that alcohol and tobacco and white sugar and all of these residues from nitrates and nitrites and lunch meats and salami and the deli this and all of this stuff that everybody's eating. I mean, you're walking down the street and you see all of these men that look like they're six, seven, eight, nine, ten months pregnant. Men of all hues. This is nothing natural. This is the evidence of there being so much available for us to consume that is literally not food for us. And because our bodies are perfectly designed by the intelligence of existence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, our bodies are trying to save themselves. And tuck away the poison over here and tuck away the poison over there and tuck away the poison over there, which becomes these tumors and these cysts. And where you are not 
consciously applying yourself to really fleshing your system to realize that the foundation of us is our breath. The foundation of us in terms of who we are as living beings, we are breatharians first. Because none of us could live without our breath. But then you're feeding off of that which takes your breath away. <laughs> See, this is a, a term that we give when somebody just attract is so attractive to us that they're resonating something and it just does something to you. So he took my breath away. <laughs> That's not what he really did, but we say <laughs> we can say that. But what's taking your breath away? It's the potatoes and the potato chips, the cookies, the Oreos, the chocolate chips, all of the Twinkies and Little Debbie snack cakes and the Antoman's Bakery and all of the flesh and dairy and cheese and flour. That's taking your breath away. And there's nothing exciting about not being able to breathe. All the, what did they call it? Um, the asthma, the bronchitis, the pneumonia, the uh, all of these other bronchial issues. People are walking around with oxygen tanks and tubes up their nose because nobody ever told them told them to get off the rice, get off the beans, get off the soy, get off of the pancakes, the waffles, the croissants, the donuts, and all of this stuff. How can we be an intelligent people and we don't even care to know how to feed ourselves? And so we have to begin to have these conversations to create this dialogue because those who don't want to know don't want to live. And the success in life is about successful living and successful living when you are under a world conquering rampage that is depopulation and genocide means that you have to know the truth. Because the truth is what makes you free from all the degradation and the disinterest and the stupefaction and the ebriation and the intoxication and the whoredom and the molestation and the incest, the rape and all of this violation that is going on. For us to have a, a trillion dollar business in sex is the evidence that we have lost our goddamn going minds from the whoredom, the prostitution, the pornography, the pedophilia, the all of the websites where people are... Um, having all of the, putting themselves forward and having viral sex relationships and whatnot, you're talking about a people who will soon cease to exist. There is no way that we can be maintained and sustained in earth, upon the earth, in the realm of the eternal when we love killing ourselves. We love dying. We love dissipating our life force. We love being out of order, being lawless, being disobedient, as if it's fun. It's so much fun to be killing yourselves. But then when you're on your deathbed, then when you, you got to go and have your blood run through a machine, then when you got to go over here and, and get medications and whatnot because your blood pressure is too high, you can't do this because you can't walk up and down steps. You're carrying too much weight. The weight that you're carrying is waste because your bodies are designed perfectly by that which is timeless. And in order for us to really live and live well, we need to know how to live. And it requires, to, it requires us to have a full life's urge where you don't have the desire to work against yourself. You don't have the desire to kill yourself. You don't have the desire to do that which undermines yourselves. This is the first point of how we respond correctly and directly when we are being warred against is to have the desire to be able to respond correctly. And the first response is to do nothing to undermine yourself. And so I'm the one to encourage us to understand that we will never have anything greater than our lives. And you want to keep count of how much money? I mean, we've already been millionaires. We've had millions of dollars. We've thrown away millions of dollars. We've wasted so much. But the greatest waste that we have done is the waste of life, the wastage of life in all of the creatures that are being murdered and killed, in all of those who are being buried with the cancer and the diabetes and, and the obesity and whatnot. The greatest waste is the intelligence that we have the access to, the opportunity to really exalt life itself 
But then y'all want to be respected because you got money in the bank. The money don't even belong to us. It's something that we can use. It's a tool. And where we put a value on our lives based upon how much tools we have. And the greatest thing that we were given, we don't know anything about how to function, how to live, how to honor life. And then people would turn me off, say, oh, that's just crazy, this and that. I probably got more sense than most people. Only because I'll care enough that we get it. I'm not willing to be in this conspiracy of silence, not to say anything. We got this, that the, now we got pink elephants in the room. We got green elephants in the room. We got all these elephants. Everybody's wearing spandex. I'm just saying, y'all, we got to stop this. Men are looking like they're pregnant. The women don't, don't want to bring forth children. Abortion is the number one killer of us as a people. Then you got these trigger-happy police officers who feel like because they got a badge and they got a gun and whatnot that they are legitimate. They, they've been legitimized to be killers. It is absolutely hideous. And we can do much better. And we should not be satisfied. And it's not enough to complain about it. We have to want to really be the blessing. We have to want to bring the, the, the truth forward, to be the bearers of the light, to come forward with a wholehearted desire to be the vehicles and vessels of absolute and supreme intelligence, which is what we were intended to do. How can we have happy marriages when you are not happily married to life? Your life is a struggle because you're not committed to living. You're not committed to the order. Committed to the quality of blood that you should have in order to facilitate the greatest thoughts. To have the lightness of, of, of your spirit. In this now moment, you have people who are all over the planet coming and going. We're living and dying every day, bringing ones forward and sending ones away. We don't know where they're coming in from and we don't know where they're going to. And then we don't even have a clue as to what the purpose in being is. And I'm saying that the purpose in being is to rejoice in the blessedness of being able to participate as a living spirit of an absolute and supreme intelligence and to be supremely intelligent in your caring to stand in the integrity of the all that you are as a living, loving, potent and immortal point of this absolute and supreme presence. But we have ones and ones who want to, we love the story of Yeshua. We love the story of Jesus. We say, oh, well, I love Jesus, but you don't know Jesus. How you going to know Jesus eating pork? You're feeding off the flesh of dead animals, but then you're going to say you love Jesus and you don't even love yourself. We got to stop this, y'all. To exalt a full life's urge to understand that our bodies are water just like the earth is water. And that the real food for us is breath and air. And all of that that is alive within the air that we cannot even see that we are taking in and it animates us. It helps to cleanse us. It helps to charge us. Because we are light beings. And being in a place in space where we don't mind and actually would prefer really loving our being, not just tolerating, not just existing, but really exalting life, enjoying it fully. With no fear and no doubt and no inhibition towards being upright and righteous. Righteousness is about the right use of the faculties that you've been given. The right use of your talents, your skills, and your abilities. If we were in the right use of our capacity, 
and our duty, obligation, and responsibility, there could be no corporate deities of death because everybody would see that there is no prosperity when you undermine people. There's no prosperity. Yeah, well, we're making a lot of money, but what does money? Money is something that man has made. It's a tool. It comes from trees. And the tree that is firmly rooted in the earth is of much more value to the whole than the money. Particularly when you're dealing with people who have money, but they don't have light. They have money, but they have no, no real wisdom. They have money, but they don't have real love. They have money and have lost the soul of themselves. We're in a now moment where we can choose greater. We can really rejoice in the blessedness of our being to take responsibility to facilitate our daily due diligence in clearing, cleansing, purifying, being renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, and resurrected. Because that's how we succeed. That's how we triumph. That's how we have leverage. That's how we heal. That's how we create happy marriages that lay foundation for happy, well-adjusted children that grow into well-adjusted, maturing ones that have even greater talented, well-adjusted children that gives us even greater well-adjusted grandchildren and great-grandchildren and great-great-grandchildren. And by this time, we have six generations that have come forward without the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pussy mucus of cows, artificial colors, artificial flavors, BHA, nitrates, nitrites, and all of this garbage permeating, penetrating, and undermining their cellular functioning. And they have been blessed with love and seen the benefit of their parents and their grandparents in harmony with life itself. And they were cultivated to love life and they were given every good thing in terms of the examples that they were protected that everybody in the society understands the responsibility to protect our children what will you do differently with this new day how will you exert a fuller life's urge to walk and step into the fullness of yourself because there is nothing else that you can be given that is greater than you. You're in tune to Thursday Night Watch, the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.